okay. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Marriage Isn't Always Bubblegum and Lollipops. Today's title of the podcast is Learn to Speak Life into Yourself When You Can't See the Light. Today, we have a guest, Dr. Cass, and I'm going to let her give some background on herself. Hi, you all. My name is Dr. Cassandra Hutchins, and I am a licensed clinical psychologist in the state of New Jersey. I am a D.C. born, uh, born and raised native. I went to school in D.C. and then went off to college in New Jersey, and that's where I've been ever since. Um, people call me Dr. Cass for short, and I'm excited to be here today. Awesome, awesome. So, Dr. Cass has a product that is awesome. She designed Doc in a Box, which is a series of cards that you read and can get clarity or ground yourself back to wherever you need to be to focus and continue on a healthy and positive path. So I want to ask her, what was the inspiration behind Doc in the Box? Well, so... Actually, your doc in the box just kind of came to me one day, believe it or not. And the name, everything just kind of literally just appeared in my mind. Um, But the development of the cards overall came throughout uh, years and years of just life experience and clinical experience um, consisting of me really just responding to popular kind of difficulties between friends and even a lot of my patients. And so one day it just came to me and I said, well, wait, like these are a lot of popular things that people are experiencing. So why not put them in a form where where everyone can have access to them, even if I'm not their psychologist? So I really essentially wanted people to have access to helpful sort of insight, um, that insight of information based on all of my years of experience. Well, that I, I think that's awesome, probably due to the fact that mental health is so prevalent in the world. And people are either ashamed, afraid, or whatever may have you, why they don't go and really seek help the way they need to. And I think this is an awesome way for people to get that experience, even if maybe it will open them up to the experience also. Absolutely. I mean, especially for people who don't necessarily have access to a psychologist, um, these cards kind of give them almost like me whispering in their ears, like, in very intimate, during very intimate moments of their lives. So even if you can't get out to see a doctor or a therapist, these cards are kind of a step in the door. You know, they do uh, give you a push in the right direction so that you can start self-development, you know, thought shifting within the comfort of your own home. Yeah, and I think that without you even knowing that this pandemic was going to come, you created something where you can help people in homes while we socially distance. Yes. You're able to speak to them and speak life to them in a way that um, I have not seen before, which I think is super duper awesome. So I have a question. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I think oftentimes when people do things, they believe that we aren't human or that you have it all together. But I want to know, did you learn anything about yourself while designing Doc in the Box? Well, that's a good question. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I learned anything new about myself, but it really did, you know, developing these cards really did help for, help to, for me to remind myself to go within, to seek whatever it is that I'm needing in that moment. So um, to be more specific, when I was developing the cards, you know, I had some difficulty with the production company. And then I got a little bit, I had a little bit of paperwork glitches that I had to sift through. And even though I became frustrated, I had to remember that it's important not to stay stuck in frustration, right? So yes. we have to figure out, okay, well, this is the issue at hand. I'm not going to ignore the issue at hand, right? Avoidance is never the answer. So what, do, what can I do to help push me through this moment? And like I always suggest to my patients um, and my friends, I say, go within for your answers, right? So if you believe in a higher power or a higher self, whatever that may be, that source for you that you pull from, I always suggest going within. And so I went right within, right during a moment of need and said my prayers, said my affirmations, and then bam, I got a new uh, like printing uh, manufacturer, got yeah. um, assistance with the paperwork and everything just started to flow easily. And so it was just, I needed to remind myself during uh, the manufacturing of these cars that I got this, like I will have, I will get everything that I need in order for everything to feel perfect and to flow um, without becoming too frustrated, you know. What will be, will be. I think that, um, I think it's easy to sit in frustration and uh, I think it's awesome to be transparent about, I think when people see the finished product, they don't understand that it took a lot to get there. Yeah, yeah. And that um, sometimes you get so frustrated. It's like, oh, this is like becoming too much. Maybe this, I know for me, I second guess myself a lot. Like, well, maybe this is what I'm not supposed to be doing. If this isn't flowing correctly and everything isn't following the place, then this is not right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to ground yourself. And so I think the doc in the box is really like a, a reference. It's like, okay, where's my doc in the box? Like, I need to. <laughs> You know, I need to go get that right now, sit in my little corner, get me a little cup of coffee and get myself together and keep it going. Yes, yes, exactly. These are also perfect for uh, in-between session moments, right? So if you have therapy once a week and you just need like a reminder to remain consistent, to stay focused, these are the perfect tool for that. So what what is your greatest hope for Doc in the Box? (laughs) So early on, I kind of knew what this was, but just to give a little bit of background, um, a close colleague of mine had also created a set of therapy cards. And when she was giving me almost a blueprint of what she did, she said, make sure you set your intentions for the cards. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because I'm always suggesting that people set their intentions for anything that they do, especially at the beginning of the day. And so uh, while I was even creating these cards before I had them in hand, I already knew that I wanted these cards to reach millions of people, to serve as an in-home source of psychological support 
during intense mental <coughs> need. So that is essentially yeah. my greatest hope is that they reach yeah. this, amount, this amount of people and that people truly find um, inspiration from them, you know, that they truly mm -hmm. find whatever that support is in that moment of need when they have no one else to speak to, nowhere else to turn. I want yeah. to have these. <laughs> and I think that's so great because I think that um, what you probably won't realize in, until probably much later is that even if your cars per se don't reach millions, they will reach millions because that person that read that card will then speak life into other people using those cards. Yes. And so that is how it will it will transcend to, to the places that you want it to go. And that's super duper important. Yeah. Is that not only do they read it, but they help others when they read it because that's what's really important. Yes, yes. So what is what who is it designed for? Is it designed for kids, adults? So, um, you know, I really don't like to put an age on it, but yeah. I would say early teenage years into late adulthood, both male and female. Um, and even with my uh, teenage patients, you know, I have like 14 year olds. I like to prepare them for the future. So I'm like, well, oh, let's yeah. think about, you know, other possible scenarios so that you can, you know, essentially be prepared should you ever encounter something like this, you already have critical thought in place. So yeah. I would love for teenagers to even have access to these cards so that they can already learn how to challenge their thought processes and, you know, figure out a better way to be. Mm -hmm. So this is a gift for all who's listening, for anyone teenagers and up yeah. male and female birthday gifts christmas gifts whatever gift just cuz gift this is something that if you can't find the right words you have dr cass in the box and yes um, yes yes she can help you out in the comfort of your own home so, so you're tell tell everyone yeah. how and where they can find dr so you're going in and out but i don't know if that's gonna that's gonna appear on the podcast okay i think we're you're, back you, now but you're going in and out mm -hmm. i think we're back now can you hear me i don't know why it was just going okay no now i can hear you clearly is it still going in and out Okay, so okay. Uh, Doc in the Box is actually okay. So tell them where they can find www.yourdocinthebox.com. So that's y o u r d o c i n t h e b o x dot com, um, or you can find them on Amazon as well, and you can just key in your Doc in the Box, and they should pop right up. Okay, that is great. So now we're going to move into kind of the meat of the podcast. Now that you know everything about Dr. Cass, what she has to offer, I have 
um, I want to discuss a little bit about the topic. So now that we, for me, the title of the episode, Learn to Speak Life into Yourself When You Can't See the Light, signifies that we have the power to change our mental thought process regardless of the environment or what it looks like. There has been many times where all I could see, me personally, was doom and gloom. Mm. I had to really change how I moved through my life in order to produce fruit that I could survive on. I wasn't equipped to flourish in an environment that had no sun. What I had to realize is your garden won't grow if you only water it when you see sunshine. Oftentimes, most of us can't dance in the rain because we only feel alive in the sun. But the danger in not dancing in the rain is that when the sun comes out, you'll be at 50 cent capacity because you didn't tend to your garden when you thought it was dying. The true issue is that you didn't realize that it was a blessing to even feel the rain in the first place. A lot of us are living our lives holding on to the kill switch, waiting to turn it on, not even realizing that we don't even need it to be at the ready. Without positive negative will flourish we have somehow forgot that we have to we have the power to dictate how much and how long something controls our emotions i've had to tell myself jasmine you can really really feel whatever emotion you want about this person or that situation but then you have to pray and release it release that from your space yes feel and feel deeply but you can't stay there. You have things that need to grow in you and they can't in that mental headspace. This has helped me to grow, but also it has helped me to release myself from this victim mindset. Yes, you were wrong, but did you learn? Yes, you were wrong, but did it make you better? And it's always yes and yes. So, How does that make me a victim if I've learned and made positive changes in my life? It's all about perspective. So for me, that's what the title means for me. So now I want to know what does the title mean to you, Dr. Cass? Learn to speak life into others. Learn to speak life into yourself. Thank you for sharing. What tools would you use Um, to achieve this? So in my own personal life and in my uh, psychology practice, I always stress the importance of affirming into yourself what you need. And that may not always be something that you feel in that moment or something that you have in that moment, but um, we're thinking about the future here and we're thinking about what your needs are. And so I always use faith-based positive affirmations. And so what does that mean, right? So a positive affirmation is essentially a statement that feels positive, that feels good to say and to think. And the faith-based portion of it comes in when, when we have to say, okay, well, I'm going to say this, I'm going to speak life into myself, I'm going to affirm what it is that I need, even if I don't feel that right now, right? I'm going to have faith that at some point, this, this moment will mean something, and that at some mm-hmm. point, I will feel that thing that I need to feel, I will have it. 
And so it's essentially being very intentional about your way of being, very intentional about being, right? So that's a very conscious effort. Um, and so you would think mm -hmm. of the areas, and I think of the areas of need, and then simply transition whatever that area is to think of the positive, the opposite, right? So the opposite in the positive, right? So um, as an example, you know, it could be something like, um, mm -hmm. you know, I don't like my body, right? <laughs> something about self-image. And so when there's an issue of self-image, I always say, okay, well, let's first go through the other areas that you do enjoy about yourself, right? Okay, maybe I love my smile, maybe I love my teeth, maybe I love my eyes, maybe I love my complexion, whatever it is. Right. Um, and then you think about the other area, right? Like the area of like resistance, the one that you really want to change and you have to say, okay, well, um, say something validating, right? So... I love that my body supports me, right? Or something like that, depending on what it was. For, so as an example, mm -hmm. one of my patients, she didn't like that she had a flat butt. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, there's not much you can do about that unless you, you know, have some type of cosmetic procedure. And so then you have to speak life into your body, right? And saying, thank you, um, body, for supporting me. Yes. You know, thank you, butt, for supporting me. Um, and, and so that was one of her affirmations. She would just you know, speak mm -hmm. life into her body in that way, right? And so essentially just shifting the way she was looking at herself um, to a better way, right? It's still realistic, still realistic, uh, yes. yet validating moment. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. That made me think about a few things because not even just necessarily with the body. I think that um, I think that we look at ourselves mm. in a negative light because we subconsciously compare ourselves to others. Not knowing that, um, like you said, just speaking life into yourself. Well, thank you for supporting me. Thank yeah. you for being healthy. Thank you, yeah. body, for making sure that I have movement. Others that aren't so lucky. People have so many things that can make them down about themselves but we have to understand and be secure in what we have and the only way to do that is to continue to like you said positive affirmations speaking life and just just sitting with that being okay with yourself I think that we all I see people get surgery surgery Absolutely. all the time but right. until you fix what's going on in the inside that surgery won't yep. matter You'll you'll always you'll always find something that you don't like. Yeah, it's easy to do, and so it just fixes. It's yeah. a temporary fix. Yeah. Um, you'll still feel and so in addition if you to don't like do the, the inside image, work. You know, I I affirm every single aspect of my life that I want to see into existence. Right. So even when it comes to marriage, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to my career, I'm always thinking, okay, well, what is my area of need? Right. So before I opened my practice uh, two and a half years ago, um, I had already been affirming my practice and how I wanted my office to look and where I wanted my office space, what type of area I wanted my office space to be in and what I wanted my office rent to be around. I was affirming that months before 
I was even eligible to get into my space. <laughs> and guess what? I got every single thing that I affirmed. So I'm very, very intentional about what I'm speaking. And that is essentially speaking life into every area that I want and need, right? And even when we think about relationships, I love that this um, part of the topic mm -hmm. of your podcast, uh, title of your podcast yeah. is uh, marriage. And so I always like to remind my patients who are married, I'm like, look, marriage is beautiful, but it's also challenging and it can also be stressful. And so you have to be thinking about those areas of need and speaking life into them as well. Mm -hmm. um, even when you're in a very dark space. And yeah. And they will come. And I think that is the yes. problem. Um, I don't know if it's the recording. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, I think that is the problem. And I honestly, that was the reason for the podcast and the title. Yeah. I think sometimes it takes people back. Like marriage isn't always bubblegum and lollipops, but it isn't. It isn't always sparkly and gold yeah. and it isn't, but that's okay. I think people aren't okay with that it isn't okay. But I think the more that um, people who are married speak about it, talk about it, and are open about, you know, the downfalls in their marriages, it opens up the door for people to really grow within their own marriages. Because yeah. I think people idolize things. They don't realize that other people go through things also. You know, they made it yep. work. It doesn't mean that they don't go through things. It just things. It just means that they're working. And um, I think it's it's important for people to understand that, and to also understand yes. that just because you're married, you're still you still have to do individual work. And I think that a lot of people stop doing the individual work once they become yeah. married to someone, and then they don't understand why their marriage isn't doing what it needs to do. Um, because we start to focus on our spouse, because we've then yeah. we we've let ourselves go astray. We don't. <laughs> do the work that we need to do in our personal lives. And um, that was like one of the main reasons I wanted to start the podcast because I just want to A, speak life into marriages, but B, yeah. also let people know that it isn't always going to be great. But that's what makes marriages beautiful. It's because it's not. It's, it's a constant <laughs> work. It's a constant effort to get to a better yes. ground. Yeah. That's, it's all about building. Marriage is a journey. You don't just get somewhere and stop. So um, I think that that's important to also do that work, that, that personal work. And that is a lot of what this episode is about, but also how it plays a role in your marriage. Everything comes back to marriages. Even when these podcasts are centered around personal growth, these are also for people that listen that aren't married or are in serious relationships. It's important that yeah. you understand that these things have to take place in order to get the things that you want in your marriage or to require from other people. You have to meet the requirements yes. of your own requirements. And the only way to do that is Absolutely. to continue to grow personally so that your marriage can flourish. So do you believe that Absolutely Feeling not. Darkness uh, in our lives is something that we can avoid. A lot of things happen in the dark. And um, if we're going to classify dark as negative, which I don't usually do, you know, contrast is inevitable in life. I like to call it contrast, right? So like having those moments where 
you know, sometimes it feels amazing and sometimes mm -hmm. it feels challenging. And that's what makes life interesting. That's what keeps us on our toes um, and, you know, brings us out of boredom and then emerges, emerges us into self-development. And so I always say we should embrace our dark feelings, you know, not avoid them, embrace them. Um, it is in those moments that true growth or development can occur, right? Like mm -hmm. thinking of the seed and the dirt analogy, right? So you put a seed in dirt and it needs darkness and then eventually it blossoms into something mm -hmm. much greater than it once was. And so dark moments can be used as a time to feel emotion, not avoid them, to self-reflect, to think about how you can reinvent and move forward in life greater, better. Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i agree and that that is kind of the analogy i used earlier about you know me being in a state where i was only happy when i seen the sun i couldn't really i couldn't really move when i was in dark places i, I, I was stuck i was stagnant because if I couldn't see the sun, then it, it just is what it is. You know, it's just kind of like doom and gloom. And it wasn't until I changed that, that I was able to really grow and learn because I allowed myself to feel and feel in a positive way, though. I think that um, you can still feel, but you feel so badly and so negatively that you can't see the light because you're constantly like, oh, well, it is what it is. Well, that ain't going to happen now. Well, that's not going to happen now. Well, of course it's not going to happen now because you're not even trying anymore. You've given up and you refuse to see the light. You refuse to even try because this didn't work. Well, that's the reason we have all these alphabets because when A doesn't work, try B, try C, try D and keep going. Never give up. And I think that that was something I had to learn and something I definitely struggled with. And um, sometimes I'll find myself still struggling and I have to get myself together and um, put things back into perspective because I think it's easy to do that, especially I know during this pandemic, so many people are um, suffering through things and don't maybe have the outlets that they once did. And so um, it's just tough. And yeah, but I, would uh, I just even want people to know that they that... can do they can be better for themselves. They the had the power to. When you didn't even realize it, right? So when we think about uh, pregnancy and we have this little seed mm -hmm. that or embryo that develops, right, over a nine to 10 month period of time and there's a slow development, but all of that is happening in darkness, right? And so it's like, you can't see the light then, but you know that something is going on. And yes, it may feel very mm -hmm. difficult and even maybe discouraging. That is the time where we can use to say, okay, well, what am I, similar to what you said earlier, what am yes. I learning right now from this moment? What can I use in this moment to continue the growth process? Why am I here? What is this moment meant to teach me? Right? And like, use that time to just go within and just be in the dark, but, but find your peace in the dark, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. I agree. It's, it's a, 
once you learn that though I think that's something that you have to learn but once you do a certain calmness comes in in that darkness though once you learn that because you realize that okay once I'm revealed it's going to be it's going to be foot to the ground and it's going to go once that once that light shines back on me I'm going to be ready I'm going to be better than what I was before I went into this dark space because I think that dark spaces or contrasts are inevitable I really do I don't think that um, no one person can go through life without any type of adversity I think it makes us better I think that if you don't how can you really learn without right really growing and and difficulty I don't think that you really can I know that if certain things would have happened to me I would not be the person that I am today I'm grateful for those times was I grateful when they were happening of course not of course you don't feel grateful as you should um you should I used to ask God why is this happening to me why I used to ask it all the time why I'm doing what I need to do why why does this keep happening and I had to change that and say, God, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Even when I'm crying through something, yeah. I'm saying, thank you, God, for this. Thank you. I know I'm going to learn. I know I'm going to be better. And that took a lot of shifting mentally. A lot, a lot, yeah. a ton. Because yeah. I don't think and, that we're taught And to, we've seen adversity. Um, we may not adversity have in always that way. been taught how to appropriately respond to it. Um, and, uh, just to kind of add to what you said, right? Yes. Being grateful in that moment, even if we can't find that we can be grateful about other things that are going on around us, right? Such as our life itself, you know, being grateful that we can still feel tears and that we can still feel pain, that we can still walk or that we have whatever it is that's, that we can just like point out uh, quickly. Uh, to help us, you know, help distract us in that moment. Uh, I always like to say, you know, one moment at a time. So even if you can distract yourself and be grateful about something for one second, that was one second that you spent outside of that negative kind of chain reaction or ball of uh, dark feelings. Yeah. It is, that is just, it's so tough. I think that it's easier said than done. Um, yeah, it's a choice. I think a lot of people feel like, I can't, I can't feel that. I can't be that way, but you really can. Because it's a, it's definitely a choice. And I think for me, um, I was like the, the biggest negative Nancy, the biggest like, oh, well, if it's not this, it's that. I never had any gray areas and, um, without gray areas, you don't really allow yourself anything. You you don't really allow yourself to fall, to feel, yeah. to do anything. It's either black or white. And it's not. Life is not black and white at all. And so um, once I allowed that for myself, I was allowed to just live and be and fail and grow. And yeah. Um, yes. I stopped looking at failure as um, absolute, but growth and just a stepping stone and um I think that uh that's actually a title of one of my future um podcasts that I wrote out for myself is failure 
is an absolute. Believing you are a failure is. And it's important that you don't put that on yourself. It is something that has happened in your life. It isn't you. And so um, I think it's important that we know that. But um, I am so very grateful for your time. I am so very grateful for your energy. Thank you so much for just being you, just doing what you were supposed to do, taking on your assignment and doing it the way that you're supposed to because people will be healed and lives will be changed. And because you did what you were supposed to do, you were obedient by making Doc in the Box. And so um, I'm just hoping that I can somehow be a vessel for you to reach more people to reach a bigger audience and um, to get this going, to get into more households and um, for people to be healed. It's so very important. One of the areas because people, um, they don't take care of themselves (laughs) mentally. They just don't. Um, You'll. Oh yeah. You'll see a runner, but are they, you know, they'll run all day, but mentally they're just shot. And so yeah. everything is so focused on losing yeah, and weight guess what? and physical, and that's Controls great. the body. But um, <laughs> so there's a mental aspect that, that has to take place. There's a huge order... disconnect. Yes. Um, I just want to say thank yes, you as well. Yes, I would have to agree. So Do you have any final words? And um, you are also doing amazing things. And so I was just I'm really happy to have been a part of this podcast today so thank you all righty guys well as i always say love you guys thank you for listening Bye.